Welcome back to the Coach Emery Show, everybody. This is a new season of a, a, a podcast we've been doing for a while, but I wanted to give it more of my own flair to it, right? So it's no longer the Thinking Out Loud podcast. It's now the Coach Emery Show, sometimes referred to as the Emery Show, because I want y'all to know that I want to give y'all a personal view into my world, my friends, my associates, my perspective. So today I have with me a very good friend of mine. Her name is Maya. Maya goes by Maya by name. Maya is a musician. Maya is a songwriter, choreographer. Maya is a coach. Maya is a number of things. But today we are going to talk about Maya as the author. Now, if you can see this right here, boom. Maya wrote a book. The book is called How Is Your Heart Today? So Maya, introduce yourself to the people and I'm gonna dive right in like I always do. Hello, people. <laughs> How is your heart today? Hey. Uh, I'm Maya by name. Uh, as Emery mentioned, I am a recording artist. I'm a speaker. I am a writer and author. I'm a multitude of things, um, but above all, I like to call myself a, a liberator for hearts. Hmm. All over the world, I'm an advocate for love. Hey, okay. In all of its forms. Ooh. All right, okay. So, so I, geez, that was a nice introduction. Uh, uh, advocate for love in all its forms. Okay, so tell me, right? Tell me for the people how we became cool <laughs> you know I think okay I would say one of the first things is we are both Scorpios and right off of the bat we had this this connection that's very difficult to explain to someone who's not in the connection right. um, I felt like I had known you for my whole life <laughs> right when I met you right. um, there's there was an immediate trust and friendship and respect factor that I don't find with a lot of people honestly um, and so it's one of those friendships that I feel was God sent for me mm. um, simply because of how deep it was and how comfortable I felt just being myself. There's not a lot of right. people that I feel I can be completely hundred percent with um, offline. Jeez, <laughs> so, man. That Jeez. was, it was, yeah, it was. No intense. pressure, no pressure, you know? <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, like right off the bat, you know, we were cool as hell and there was just, there's just a vibe. Um, yeah. And it's, it's just one of those things that I'm really grateful for. And uh, honestly, I don't even know, like, how we became cool we just were cool like that's that's kind of why i asked you because i don't remember <laughs> just cool. i feel like I don't know. it's just like this hey um we're cool and then from there it was just like that so we um, on everything so it was kind of just like oh you do this you do music oh me too oh right. you do this oh, okay yeah right. it was definitely definitely dope man and I, and I feel like it's not like you said a lot of people wouldn't even understand um a connection like this not even this particular connection but a connection like this if you're not in it because it takes a whole different perspective to understand it so um definitely dope definitely dope i got a lot of questions for you now okay. i have a whole different structure this time i ask different questions i get okay. i get i get personal a little bit sometimes it's a new show you know what i'm saying so so and you have the benefit of being episode two so i hope you're excited that you're paving the way for all the episodes to come 
ecstatic ecstatic all right so the first question i have for you and this one is i'm going to go out of order though first question is what is love what does love mean to you what is it and what does it mean to you love is life love is love is what connects us all to one another um speaking of humanity but love is also what connects humanity to nature it's what connects humanity to god right some people think love is god um, I just believe love is, it's that interconnection um, between us and the rest of the world while we're here and also after we pass. It's, mm. um, it's an energy, it's a feeling, it's an emotion. <laughs> um, I think love is truly why we're here to connect on that level. And when we can return back to that feeling with one another and with the earth, then I feel that we are living our purpose being here outside of whatever your purpose is being here. Right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. I thought I, I thought I tricked you. I thought I asked you a difficult question. So <laughs> now maybe let me get you a difficult question. What does love mean to you? To me, To me, love, I mean, love is my purpose, truly. I feel like I was here to spread the message of love and to bring people back together um, in love and with love. So to me, love is everything, um, be it, you know, friendships, be it work, be it romantic, be it familial, like love to me is why I get up in the morning. Um, it's why I get on the internet <laughs> it's why I have conversations with people I know with strangers um, love to me I feel is love is just like every fiber of my being that is dope that is dope wow okay well answered well answered all right you're you're, you're two for two right now all right, so that was actually a difficult question to try to put it in words, you know. Well, the reason I asked that question is because you have a book called How Was Your Heart Today? I and do. we all know that our heart is typically associated with the concept of love, right? So I want to ask you, and I wanted to ask you that question last actually, but it came first because we were talking about, you know, just the energy. And um, I want to know what inspired you to write a book. So being an author was something that I've always wanted to do. Um, I started kind of my career in music, being a writer and recording artist, but I was like, I, oh, I just want to write a book. I just want to be able to say that I've, I've written something that can be in people's hands. You know, music was, you could hear it, but I wanted to have something that people could read and actually hold forever. Um, and it was also just kind of like, you know, as, as an ego thing, I just want to be an author, you know, right. I love to just be an author. Right. So um, the idea for this book, uh, I've always wanted a book. And so the idea was always there, but how is your heart today came from, um, the videos that I made during quarantine, uh, that I just felt called to start making where I would greet people in the morning. I would sing a little good morning, Diddy. And I would give, uh, a message that I felt, um, I, you know, I'd either channeled through in the moment, or it was something that I had written maybe the day before. And I just wanted to share with people. 
And then um, I would give my little be love, spread love closer and okay. just invite people to keep spreading the love to everyone that they meet that day, to everyone okay. that they're around. And so I took those messages that I uh, spoke and I wrote them all down. And then I picked my favorite ones and I put them in the book and I set them up with uh, affirmations um, that I felt would support the message of the day. Okay. I like that. I like that. Now, now uh, this wouldn't be fair if I didn't ask you to do the closing or the opening. You pick which one you want to do real quick, but I want, I want one of them. Okay. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. How is hey. your heart today? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Hey, okay. Uh, yes. Yes. So if you're not familiar, um, this is like a movement, man. And, and so as of, I don't know if as of now, but um, how many did you do total? Like last time you checked? Somewhere around 140, I think. 140. And it was pretty much days in a row, like almost, right? Almost every day. Yeah. Yeah. So 140 days in a row. How did you know which ones to pick to put in your book? I just, I, I went through all the videos. So mm-hmm. I took a day where I went through and I watched them all, which was hard for me. If you know me, I don't always like watching what I do. I just kind of right. put it out and move on. So I sat and I watched them all. And I said, these ones are the most impactful to me. Um, and I feel that these will be um, the most impactful for other people. So Okay. And also the ones that I felt um, got a lot of uh, commentary as well that people really appreciated. I said, well, those ones should probably be in the book as well. I like that. Now, what one that that you put in the book or didn't put in the book resonated with you most? Specifically in the book, though, which which one resonated with you most? Which one is like your favorite of all the ones in the book? I have to say, I think one of my favorites is always going to be Be Love, Spread Love. Um, I wasn't originally going to put it in there as a message um, because that's kind of the over, you know, the overarching message of the movement itself. Um, But I feel like that that notion of being the love within yourself, so self-love, right? And spreading the love, being the love for others, love for the planet, love for nature, love for whatever it is. I just feel like that is truly what I'm trying to um, share in the world and what I'm trying to encourage and empower people most in. And so that one always, always hits me right in the heart. I like that a lot. And it's interesting because that's like the, the one that, like you said, you close every, every one off with that. Um, you also close off your podcast with that. If you don't know, I'm, I forgot to mention she's also a podcaster. So um, she's a, she's a host uh, and creator of the Be Love, Spread Love podcast. Um, so, I mean, it's a lot. What don't we do, right? As Scorpios, it's kind of like we got to do. <laughs> it's almost like a prerequisite. Like you have to do everything. Like God's like, okay, what, what sign are you going to be? Like, oh, Scorpio. Like, okay, can you sing? No. Can you write songs? Yeah. Okay, cool. Can you dance? No. Can you make dances for people? Sure. Like, <laughs> can you write books? Yeah. All right, go to earth. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you can't just be a regular <laughs> person as a Scorpio. So, um. I definitely think that that's part of, you know, just a, 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 an amazing part of the, of just being, you know, in that crew or group. Um, so the next question I have for you is, sure. what motivated you to keep going with the book when you hit that point where, you know, like as all people do, 
when you're like, you know what, this is a little bit tougher than I thought. How do I keep going? What motivated you to continue to push through that? Uh, do you mean prior to finishing the book or? Yeah, the- prior to finishing the book, like as you were creating the book, what was that thing that allowed you to push through that point where you were like, you know what, man, maybe I shouldn't do this book. You know, if, if you had that happen and if you did, you know, how'd you get over that? I can't say I had the, I, I don't think I should do this moment. Um, I always was going to put this out. I think the moment that I did hit though was, is this, actually, I actually had a, is this enough moment where I felt like, should my first book be this or should I hold off or scrap it and really like concentrate on writing like a full length novel or a, you know, a a fuller text, a fuller body of work. And um, what kept me going with that was just the response and, and just the, the beautiful messages that I received every day from the videos that I was like, you know what, somebody needs to hold this in their hands and somebody needs to be able to refer back to some of these videos that, that touched them in the way that they did uh, without having to scroll back through YouTube (laughs) or or back through my Instagram or TikTok. Right. And um, yeah, it was really, it was really the people that were so supportive of the messages and, and my, um, my followers, my family, you know, those people um, who I was like, you know what, this needs to be, the book needs to come out and it needs to be exactly what it is. Don't try to change anything. You know, this is what worked and this is what felt special to other people. And so there's really nothing you need to do, but put it out the way that you were thinking of and let the people take it in, into their hearts. Right. I like that. And I like hearing you say that and describe it. It's very minimalistic in a sense, on the outside, right? Mm -hmm. But when you open it, it's a lot inside. And I don't know if that was like the intention or if it was like the goal. Okay, because the outside is like, you know, it's, it's it's not bare, it's not basic, it's just minimalistic. It says what it needs to say, but it's not a lot of fluff on the outside. So yeah, how I felt about that when I did it was, I always feel like with these messages, my goal was to have people take them in however they take them in at whatever point they're at in their life. And so having a, a minimal cover uh, um, prevents me as the writer from influencing you completely with how I want you to feel. Because right. how is your heart today is a personal question. It's how, are, how is your heart today? <laughs> Not right. how does I want you to feel today? So for me, it was really important that you could just open it and feel into yourself without yeah. any influence from me as, as the author. No, I like that. And I think that that makes sense because as a creative, right? You don't want to, you want to get your point across, but you don't want to disconnect from the audience that you're creating it for right? just to get your point across, right? And then it's right. this part of you that's like, you know, I don't care because this is what I want to say. But then it's like, right. but is it going to resonate? So it's like that that fine line that you walk between, you know, writing or speaking your truth or creating your truth, but also making sure it's relatable and digestible, right? Like yeah. this is very digestible. This is very, um, you know, bite-sized in a way, you know, yeah. not as far as um, content, but as far as how it's delivered. Yeah. So I have a couple favorites. Um, I wish I could flip it around the show, but it's probably going to distort. So I'll just read, you know, the title. So love you, love you the way you love them. Mm. So 
I don't know. I have this weird thing about books. When I open up books, the first thing I do is like this. I go through the book and whatever page that lands on, I stop there. Mm-hmm. Some reason, I stop there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, love you the way you love them. All right, okay. And it says, think of one of your favorite people. Now imagine that you had to repeat all the negative things you say to yourself to their face. Yikes, right? Be kind to you. I said, dang. And I thought about, you know, all the people that I care about, thought about my daughters, thought about my mom. And I'm like, yo, would I say some of the stuff that I think to myself to them? Like, yo, that's interesting. And it kind of made a lot of things off limits. Mm. You know, a lot, it made a lot of things off limits uh, to me. It made a lot of things off limits to, to say and allow to be said in my presence because it's like, you know what, this is cruel. And it's yeah. not cruel just and like just hearing it. Sometimes you don't know or think cruelty. You just think, oh, well, you know, I'm having a bad day. But sometimes you can say some stuff that you can't take back. Right. You know, we've all felt something from someone or heard something said from somebody that you'll never forget that they said it to you. No matter how much you forgave them, no matter how much you've done the work to heal from it, you'll never forget right. the moment that they said it and what it made you feel. So I always... I've been based on that right there. I've been thinking about, you know what? I wouldn't say these things to them. So why would I dare say something that brutal and permanent to myself? Mm. So that, that hit me heavy. So that was the, one of the, that was my first one that got me. And then um, know when to let go. Mm. <laughs> that was big. It says familiarity may be more comfortable than uncertainty. But while you stay in what you know, your evolution is being stunted. You must release the old to make way for the new. Now, I don't think that anyone doesn't know that as a concept, but right. I don't. I also don't know if anyone has ever put it as well written as that mm. in one sentence or passage, mm. one digestible bite of information, right? Because it's like all of it together makes it so much deeper than just hearing you know if you know better you do better whatever like it's different it's different because it breaks it into a different concept a different mindset and it also makes you when you leave that sentence or those words you either decide to be accountable or not and not only do you know that if you knew better you do better but it tells you why right the things you want are waiting the things that you desire are on the other side of this Thing you're holding on to so it's like I, that that was also very well put the whole book is dope to me um so yeah uh before before i go to my next question how can people get the book you can find it on amazon exclusively on amazon, amazon <laughs> how yeah. is your heart today <laughs> right yes uh, yes, you can yes. also find it uh, on my social media it's in my link tree it's on my website as well mayabyname.com i like it I like it a lot. Now you, because I know you and I'm privy to this information, you have been back and forth about some things that you wanted to pursue, right? Um, and you, you hit me one day was like, you know what? I'm not separating it. I think it's all just part of who I am. Yeah. So can you give you don't necessarily have to get into what those things are if you don't want to, but can you give a little feedback to people who are maybe on the fence about being all of who they are Mm. or choosing a side of who they want to present themselves as to the world? 
And how did you come to that realization that it's okay to be all of you? And then what did you say to yourself to kind of push past that point? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, there were multiple um, endeavors, <laughs> multiple things that I felt that I was uh, not only interested in, but um, were a part of my purpose to do. Right. And Yes, I was very back and forth on whether or not to accept (laughs) a couple of those things um, because I felt like I could only present myself as one thing or the thing that people have always known me for. Mm -hmm. So when it came to the transition and really just accepting that all of those things were me, um, what I realized was in trying to separate them, it was far more painful than, than the accepting of all of them. Um, (laughs) trying to rip yourself apart (laughs) hurts way more than just having to explain, eh, I do a couple things or, eh, I'm X, Y, and Z. Um, and so I would say if, if you feel like you are living with a split identity, or you feel like there are certain things that you're afraid to do because of what people might think or you're not sure of how to juggle multiple things, I would say first it starts with accepting that none of us are one thing. We all like to imagine that we are and we have like one title or we have one passion, but we're all so many things. We are all so many things, multi-talented, multifaceted and in so many ways, whatever it is for you. And so I think the first thing would be accepting it for yourself not thinking about anybody else, but thinking about what you enjoy, what excites you. And if it's multiple things, think about why each thing excites you for the reason that it does. Um, And then I would ask yourself, what would you do if you had to say no to these things? Like when you're juggling them in your mind, it's like, oh, I don't know if I can do all of these things and whatever. And it sounds like there's an option, but actually give yourself the option of like (laughs) deleting one of those things and ask yourself, do I really want to do this? Or do I just want to accept myself for the multitude of beautiful things that I am and go out into the world and just let people, let people see me for who I am. I always, I always say the world doesn't have to accept you, but they're going to get you. So whether, whether they like it or not, right. walk into the room, walk into the world with this idea of take it or leave it. You're, you're going to get me for all that I am. And that really helped me with just kind of like, I don't have to have a specific title or a specific passion. I can be all of these things because I am. And whoever rocks with that, great. Right. <laughs> And that just, that helped me kind of put it together because I'm like, you know what? Trying to be one thing is really psyching me out. I kind of just <laughs> have to let it all exist and like whatever happens, happens. <laughs> yeah, that's so dope. And, and you know how my brain works. So as you're saying that in my, in my mind, I'm picturing it being a real conversation, like you physically walking up to like, let's say music, right? Walking up to music <laughs> and saying, hey, music, I can't do this anymore because I'm afraid of what people will say if I was a musician and a blank so I'm gonna have to put you down like (laughs) actually imagine yourself saying that to something that you that you you love that you're passionate in you right that's put in you to do that you love like you said that you're passionate about imagine yourself saying that to something 
And how dumb you sound. <laughs> how dumb you sound. Like, yo, I'm afraid to be a musician, even though I've been a musician my whole life. I'm afraid to be a musician because people might think I'm good enough. <laughs> they might think I'm not good enough, but but I'm afraid. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be who I am. Like if you could place yourself in that position and just say those things to yourself and realize how that's probably a tougher conversation than people may even think that it is. Well, I think, I think there's also this idea of, I mean, you know, it's pushed heavily on us is this, um, you know, you have to uh, niche niche down, right. Or you have to have a title, you have to have a bio, you have to fit yourself in 180 characters. Right? <laughs> and it's like, fuck, <laughs> I don't know. Um, and that's, it's, it's hard to do. And so, but that box is what so many of us are feeling the weight of all the time, especially if you're um, in the online space or, or really anywhere. But right. it's this idea that I have to pick one thing. And I think it's just ridiculous. None yeah. of us are one thing. From the day we're born, we have multiple things that are going to pop up in our lives. And whether we choose to actually go after them is another thing. But um, the fact that they exist, it just is. You know, humans are all multifaceted. I love that. I love that. So that kind of leads into my next question. Um, it's kind of dope. I have a structure. So um, I was hoping your answer led me to my next question, and it did. So in the book, tell me about the page where the um the quote is break up with your fears mm. let me read that one to you you can you can read it for the people yeah go okay ahead. let me read that one for the people make sure i got that bookmark hold on one second please hold while your party is reached <laughs> hold on a second wait a minute do you remember do you know it offhand offhand no <laughs> Hold up, I got, I got this. That I got sounds this. horrible, but offhand, no. Oh no, it's all good. It's all good. You're the author. You don't gotta memorize your own book. <laughs> <laughs> you did your part. It's our job. <laughs> Hold on, man. All right. So while I'm looking for this, I mean, I could go in my in the in the in the book. I could go into it. That's what I'm. That's what I'm in. But yeah, tell me about it. But I, I, I know the, I, I remember, obviously, I recall the idea. Um, yeah. It's something that I, that I struggled with. Um, <laughs> this idea that we are in constant relationship with our fears and they are holding us back from, from everything that we want, from everything we desire, but also everything that's meant for us. You know, um, there are things that, are within our purpose, are within our destiny that our fears are trying to psych us out about. And we ultimately end up sabotaging ourselves. You know, so it's it's just this idea of, of being able to say, hey, I this is not, <laughs> this relationship ain't working out. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. <laughs> and, and it's time to go because as Sometimes our fears keep us, um, even though our fears are uncomfortable, they keep us comfortable, right? Because we don't have to jump past them. Right. We, don't, we don't have to do anything but sit with the fear. So it's slightly more comfortable <laughs> than, right. actually, than actually taking the leap. Um, but, you know, breaking up with them is saying what you would say in a breakup. You know, if you were with somebody who just wasn't, wasn't doing it for you anymore, you know, somebody right. that was pulling you back from, from, 
what you're meant for or or from the love that you feel you deserve right so it's right. this thing this life that i deserve this life i desire um this life that was handed to me that i'm being held back from that i'm continuously sabotaging myself in um i, I gotta make the shift you know i gotta right. i like that i like that a lot and i think that a lot of people um a lot of people avoid they, they think they're avoiding fear but they're not avoiding fear they're avoiding life because of fear right so like oh i'm afraid of something so they stay away from the thing they're afraid of but that's not you avoiding fear right right that's you actually embracing fear and saying hey you know what fear i'm gonna let you tell me what to do i'm gonna let you tell me how to live my day because i don't want to go there because there's spiders i don't want to go there because my ex works there i don't want to go there because last time i went there i tripped and people laughed at me so it's right, right. you know whatever reason um acknowledge the fact that you are you're in a very very strong and passionate relationship with fear when you succumb to your fears right you're not avoiding your fears you're avoiding life right because your fears have you in a box yeah so um I love that you that that's in the book because it's that's it, happened that's a very personal thing to me that's happened many a time many a time With oh yeah so things oh my gosh yeah yeah I, I think I think <laughs> I we could have to look and be like <laughs> okay <laughs> I think we could write a whole nother book about that like collectively like just right a book about you know our fears like yeah yep. yeah yeah so um that's that's crazy man. and I really I really think that a lot of people, a lot of people more, um, a lot of people more. Wow. You hear that? A lot of people more need to, I'm going to I'm rock with it. A lot of people more need to understand that there's, um, there's so much power in yourself. There's so much power in who you are. There's so much power in what you're able to do. And when you allow something, someone or some place to dictate what you're willing to go all in for you're kind of relinquishing that power slowly and slowly but surely and eventually you become a slave to all those nouns right the people places and things that you're afraid of that you're afraid to approach that you're afraid to step into or step to or step away from you're you're letting them control your life so now you're not even in control anymore so now you're like a zombie right and you may not, you know, have the messed up face and a horrible makeup like Walking Dead, but ultimately you, you're, you're doing the same thing. Yeah. Every single episode of Walking Dead, the zombies do the same thing. And what is it that they do? No one really knows what they're doing. They're just trying to get to no one. Where are they going? We don't even know where they're actually going. Right. They're 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 chasing the life that's in other people. Yep. Because there's no life in them. You want to be a zombie? Or you want to be a you want to you want to live like what you want to do, right? So when you let your fears control you, you, you secretly chase the life that's in other people. Like you look for the light in other people because you're afraid to let your light shine. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's one of the biggest disrespects that we can do to ourselves. One of the biggest dis disservices we can do to ourselves as people on this planet is to hide behind somebody else's light yeah you know hide your light because somebody else's light is yellow 
What if the world doesn't want yellow light? What if they want turquoise light, just like yours shines? What if they want bright purple light, just like yours shines? Um, but you're like, man, but their bright is so, their light is so yellow and it's bright and look like the sun. What I'm gonna do compared to that, and then you flip your light on one day and the whole world flocks to you. You won't know right. until you turn that light on. So I just think that that's a, um, a very powerful thing to, to, to really, you know, break up with your fears, break up with your fears. Now, to ask you a question, sure. Maya, since you said break up with your fears, what should you get in a relationship with? Mm. Mm. Purpose, joy. I, w- I would say joy is, is number one. So if, you're, if your fear is keeping you from the life that you want, from the life that, that is exciting to you because you're afraid of shining that light and getting to that point, then break up with the fear and get into a relationship with your joy. Because when you can see yourself and get excited about your own happiness, like, wow, if I, if I could just move past this fear, then I would feel this way and I would have this thing and I'd be doing this. Think about that. <laughs> Let that be the excitement that gets you over the hump of the fear. Say, this is, this is where this is the vacation you're gonna go on if you can get past the fact that there's alligators there. So <laughs> but think right. about don't, don't think about the alligator, think about the vacation, right? You want to get here. So you have to keep thinking and prioritizing your joy and, and what excites you and your purpose and what you're passionate about and the things on your vision board, right? Or the the things that you feel that you're here for, the people you want to support and help, whatever it is, like whatever it is that you're good at, get in a relationship with that because that's what's going to make the fears look like nothing like oh it's an alligator i'm going to just step right on over it because right. that thing oh shit <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and i think i think that's that's really what ends up taking you over that hump is is realizing like it's really it's really the power of choice you know like we i think we're all secretly afraid of alligators you know but it's like right. but what we have a choice to either just get over them because we know we want to get here or we make the choice to say well the alligators are just it's a little too much so i'm just going to stay back i mean that's you know i think we give our power away a lot by thinking we don't have a choice when it right. comes to fear but it's always a choice Absolutely. and it's, it's, either, it's either a choice to just kind of be like okay it might be a little scary but i'm going to get past it or it's like i don't want to be scared at all and right. that's just not, that's just not the way life is you know we're all going to be scared at one point and it's just choosing your your joy over everything. Yeah. Yeah, man. You you heard it. You heard it here first. Probably not first, but you heard it here. <laughs> um, <laughs> you heard it here. You know what I'm saying? Straight out of the mouth of Maya. Yo, choose joy over alligators. That's what <laughs> <laughs> and you can quote it. And you can quote that. <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah I, I love that man i love that so much and um i, I want to thank you for taking the time to kick it with me today um if there was one thing that you could tell yourself i only want to go back like 10 years because normally i'm like go 10 years ago if there's one thing you could tell yourself before you wrote your book that you know after writing your book what would you tell yourself it doesn't have to be about your book either yeah um if you hear the call there's always a way 
I quit. I'm out. I'm out. Dang. Okay. All right. I should have went back further. It would have been so profound. If you hear the call, there's always a way. <laughs> the phone is not going to ring without a way to get there. Yeah. The phone is not going to ring on the other end of the earth if, the, if there's no way for you to arrive at it, to pick it up. Mm. Okay. All right. She, well, that, that's that. Um, <laughs> well, thank you again, Maya, for kicking it with us. Um, thank you. you know, I, absolutely. Anytime. You know what I'm saying? You're like a resident host here. So you come through and <laughs> <laughs> just pull up, you know, just, in this room. It just be just like, hey, what y'all doing? Um, <laughs> definitely. So I want to want to give you a chance to just talk to the people about what's on your heart right now. Um, the book is called How Is Your Heart Today? So I'm going to close this out by asking you, well, how is your heart today? And, and if you can elaborate on, on why and, and how you got there. Mm. Today, my heart is full, um, full of a lot of gratitude. There's a lot of pain in the world right now, as there is always. Um, you know, recently, our um, my hometown, our hometown Buffalo, um, was hit um, by uh, an unfortunately uh, racist person who um, murdered uh, ten people at a grocery store here. And um, you know, it, it's been hard locally, but also um, you know, following that, uh, another mass shooting um, at an elementary school in Texas. And so it's just, it, it has been a very trying time for a lot of our hearts um, these last couple of months. And um, I think my heart is full of gratitude for the fact that even in times of hardship and struggle and pain, just watching people come together in love and how love, I'm grateful for love because love is always there. Even when we're on our knees and we're crying and it looks like the world is just, there's, there's no good in the world. Love always returns and there's always good. And just watching people come back together and support each other and hug each other and hold on each other and people from around the world collectively coming together. Um, you know, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm grateful for love and the platform of love and just, just watching how people are, are reconnecting in a yeah. way that always seems to happen after tragedy. And it's unfortunate that it takes tragedy sometimes to bring us all back together. But, um, you know, I, I'm just grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to, to be here and to continue just spreading positivity wherever I can and, and helping and supporting wherever I can. And um, I, I would say it is a beautiful time to be on earth if you are a person who is working from their heart. If you are a person who is, is really here to be of service, it is a beautiful time to be here. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm grateful for the opportunity. That's dope. That is super dope. And I thank you for sharing that, Maya. Um, before I let you go, got to tell people where they can find you, how they can find you, and what they can do there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my website is mayabyname.com. You can find me on all social media, any social media you got, I got it, um, Maya by name as well. And uh, yeah, um, Instagram and TikTok are where I hang out a lot, but um, also Facebook and YouTube and all the fun stuff. 
super dope well thank you again Maya for kicking it um you know I can't thank you enough because this book is really this book is powerful you know as, as you know obviously I wrote a book my, this year as well myself that was one of our goals we were like yo we're gonna be authors this year yeah. and we did it so um you know congratulations to us for for hitting that marker but also um your book has really opened my eyes to some things that you know I've been able to take with me right I got folded corners in the book like I don't know if you can see it but I got I got some folded corners in the book you know what I'm saying some pages that I read on my difficult days you know because a lot of times people think that when you are a light worker or a healer or a helper you got it all figured out every single day and that's not the case you know there's days that I call you like yo I don't even know what to do or you call me like yo Scorp, what you think about this and it's like you know so I think that it's important that other people understand that just because you're doing the work doesn't mean you have all the answers it just means you have the capacity to do the work with the answers you find so always 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 be willing to learn always be willing to open up your heart and your mind to to pick up some new information and you may not have to go any further than your own circle sometimes your circle are the people who can really pour that information right into you i'm blessed to have a dope circle of people you know maya being one of those people who really you know give me that boost when i'm ready to give up ready to quit or ready to you know put my thing put stuff on hold and have conversations with fear that i shouldn't be having so um thank you for just being a dope friend and being in my circle i appreciate you i appreciate you thank you not a doubt no doubt no doubt at all so we're gonna close this thing out um one random question at the end that you get to ask me oh wow yeah, one random question at the end that you get to ask me. Remember, this is for the whole world to hear. So, um. <laughs> okay, okay. You know what? I'll be fair and I'll keep it on theme. Okay. Emery, Scorp, how is your heart today? Mm, okay. All right. My heart is dope. My heart is dope. My heart is uh is feeling really empowered. Right. My heart is feeling everything. Mm-hmm. It's feeling. The changes on the horizon, you know, it's, it's feeling the return on the investments from the last major uh, investments that I made into, into the world, right? It's, it's feeling the highs and the lows of, of just a regular day, um, but it's also very empowered. My heart is very empowered right now. This is a season of turning things around. Um, I'm not sure if, you know, obviously you do, but some people don't really follow astrology or, or stars in the universe and stuff like that. But we just came out of a retrograde. And in that retrograde, some of the craziest things happened that have happened in a long time. So um, my heart is really just, it's, it's empowered and it's not hopeful. Um, it's not not hopeful, but that's not the word I'm looking for. My heart is really uh, curious right now. It's looking for things within myself that I can use to help the world, help myself, help those around me, help my friends. Uh, And and so my my heart is really going within me. My heart is kind of doing like one of those Google searches within me right now. Like, okay, what do you, what do you need? Like one of those just when it's just searching everything and it's, and it's going to, you know, 10 million results found of things I can do to, to pour out into the world and pour into myself to create an even better way of living and an even better way of communicating with those around us. So my heart is hopeful. Um, my heart is empowered and my heart is dope today. So that's how I feel today. Amazing. That's beautiful. So I thank you 
I said it before, I'm going to say it again. I thank you. And as always, I'm going to end this thing. You know, new show, same ending. Be dope and be great. Peace.